வணக்கம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு அனதர் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் உங்கள் மெட்ராசு ஃபர்ஸ்ட்லி ஐட் லைக் டு தேங்க் ஆல் ஆஃப் மை லிஸ்னஸ் ஃபார் தி அமேசிங் ரெஸ்பான்ஸ் ஆன் தி எபிசோட்ஸ் ஸோ ஃபார் யூ ஹேஸ் அர் அமேசிங் ஸோ ஆஸ் ஐ வாஸ் ஸ்கிரிப்டிங் திஸ் எபிசோட் ஐ ரிசீவ் அ கால் ஆன் மை குவாண்டம் டெலிஃபோன் Now I would love to explain how the quantum telephone works but I have a feeling that over the progress of this podcast you'll be able to figure it out yourselves. So moving on, this person who called up said that he was in a really big mess and that he wanted my help in solving it. So I told him, "Hey, why don't you come up on my podcast, explain your problem. I'll try to solve it and even if I can't, maybe my listeners might be able to solve it for you." A win-win. for security reasons i will not be revealing his true name and he will simply be referred to as john doe so let's call him up Thanks for connecting to the quantum phone line. Press 1 for the year 2030. Press 2 for the year 2040. Selecting option 2 2040. Ungal Madrasi right? I've been expecting your call. Hello John Doe. I'm not using your real name as requested. So you are right now on my podcast. Please go ahead and explain your problem. Start from the very beginning. and make sure every detail is covered thank you ungal madrasi so as you know by now i am from the year 2040 the black death makes a comeback in my year the bacteria was for so long lying dormant in the glaciers in the northern hemisphere owing to global warming all the glaciers have melted by now inevitably exposing the bacteria There was sudden widespread panic amongst all the people but because we had the right antibiotics in place it was easily controlled when people developed the symptoms they would simply take the required antibiotics and wouldn't even care to visit hospitals deaths were reported but in scarcity and they were all simply attributed to the lack of medical treatment We had won over the second black death in just a matter of months. However, there was a sudden turn of events because of one death case. This person had died in a foreign land. Owing to customs in her homeland, it had taken some time to bring the body back. The people then noticed an extreme discoloration on the corpse. This has never happened to any of the victims of the black death. On further testing, our scientists found something far more sinister. With the glaciers completely melting away, something far more dangerous had woken up. An ancient bacteria that belonged to the days of the woolly mammoth had sprung back to life. The plague caused by this bacteria had the exact same symptoms as that of the black death, but our antibiotics couldn't fight it. It was very deadly. We went ahead and immediately announced the new find. We didn't want to conceal it and repeat the same mistakes that had happened when a plague.
struck humanity two decades ago. Chaos ruled the streets. We were too late. Assuming it to be the rather harmless black death, governments hadn't cut down on domestic or international travel. It was a full-blown global pandemic. Plague X, as it was called, had a 66% mortality rate, meaning two out of every three people affected passed away. Our medicines were futile against it, our only redemption being a vaccine. But a completely safe vaccine would approximately take 1.5 years to be available for mankind to use. We didn't believe mankind would hold on for that long with plague X, ravaging everyone in its path. We had to do something, and we had to do it really fast. Many world leaders suggested we roll out the vaccines without even completing crucial phase trials. But lessons from history clearly taught us to avoid that route. In our moment of crisis, we turned to a relatively new technology to save mankind from extinction. Time travel. The wormhole generators had been invented already. But man could not travel using these wormholes because we still didn't have the HBRDs, that is, the human body reconstruction devices. Man would lose his form on entering the wormhole. He had to be reconstructed at the receiving end using the HBRDs. Without that, he would simply float away into oblivion. In simple words, death. The HBRDs would take years to be completed. We couldn't wait that long, so our only mode of time travel was the much primitive age navigators. Using this, man could move forward and backward to any point only in his lifetime, nothing more or nothing less. So the time travel range of the age navigators were 70 years, approximately the average lifespan of man. Whereas the wormhole generators could give us around 10,000 years in range if they were usable. So this was the plan. The vaccine trials would start, we would use the age navigators and time travel to the next year to when the vaccine trials would be completed, grab the final product, come back to the present and introduce it to the community. So that what would take years to be completed would be done in a matter of a few months. I opted to be the guinea pig in this time travel experiment. On the day of the trials, as I was scrapped in the machine, I asked the scientists if the age navigator could give me my expiry date. Not that I was interested in knowing about it, but rather a bit curious as to how the spectacle of life would end for me. They simply replied that the machine would throw up an error 42 when I tried to travel beyond my death date. Without much ado, the experiment began. I traveled to the next year to when the phase 3 trials were ending, obtained the most successful vaccine formula and returned back to the same date. Seemed simple enough. We then submitted it for mass production.
But then, all of a sudden, every trace of the vaccine disappeared. No details about the vaccine were to be found, neither in our computers, nor in our memories, not even the faintest bit. It was as though everything related to the vaccine had vanished into thin air. We were completely clueless, even I couldn't remember the formula. The Ace Navigators Association then offered up an explanation. When the device was normally used for time travel, people were advised to not change the course of events, but to just watch the proceedings as they happened. In bringing the waxing formula to the present, I had instead set in motion a series of events that would erase the vaccine's existence. By bringing the formula to the present, there was no need for the trials to happen at all. Phase 1, 2 and 3 never happened. So the vaccine was never found and inevitably, it was erased from existence even in the present. The Age Navigators Association advised us to carry out the trials in a remote island. All the volunteers and scientists working on the vaccine would then be cut off from the world. They would not be exposed to anything happening in the world at all. All the communications would be cut off until the vaccine trials had been completed. By doing so, even if I did bring the completed vaccine to the present, they wouldn't know anything about it. The vaccine trials would continue undisturbed. The necessary arrangements were made, but then, we were faced with a moral dilemma. We would come to know which vaccine would work and which wouldn't. Letting the volunteers go ahead and trial the ones that would fail was a difficult decision to make. But in the end, saving the billions were more important. The island trials were arranged, I got ready to time travel again. But something happened that scared the living daylights out of me. The age navigator displayed L42. When I keyed in next year's dates, I was taken aback. The association had checked and confirmed that everything was working perfectly. I tried again. It showed the same error, which meant I would expire next year. Which brings me to you, Uncle Matrasi. I'm asking you to help me save my life. I came across your novel which released in the year 2021. You had camouflaged in-depth sci-fi concepts in the form of an adventure story. So I felt you might have some insights to solve my problem. So tell me, Madrasi, I could time travel before, but now it says I would expire the next year. Why did this happen? And how can I prevent my demise? John Doe, thank you for sharing your story. Although it's quite fascinating, as you said, it comes with a grim twist. From what I can comprehend, there has been a change in timeline. You said that you broke the age navigator rule by interacting with the future instead of just observing it. This could in some way have altered the course of events that are set to happen. To fix things, 
ask someone else to travel to the future using the age navigator and find out how you died, maybe from a newspaper. By identifying the cause of your demise, you can choose to act the other way. For example, if you died in a car crash, you can choose to avoid driving your car on that fatal day. This would again alter the course of events and save your life. What an interesting way to cheat death. Meanwhile, do ask someone else to time travel and bring the final vaccine to your 2040. Your people are going to need it. Don't miss out on that. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, as we come to the end of our episode, if you think you have a way to save Jando's life, please key it in the comments on my Instagram page, Ungal Madrasi. If I do find something fascinating, I will definitely call him up on the quantum telephone and tell him about it. And yes, the quantum telephone, as you would have figured out by now, is a telephone line that runs across time. So being in the year 2020, I can talk to someone in the year 2030 or 2040. Fascinating. Like all things are. Ta-ta.